Wrexham are promoted. They have their storybook ending. Howdy, y'all, and welcome to the Wrexham Texan Outdoors Edition. I'm sitting on my friend's porch in Montana, um, enjoying a very wet, foggy, rainy day. Um, it's utterly peaceful and incredibly uh, lovely. It's just lovely outside right now. Um, but thank you all so much for joining me today. For those who don't know, my name is Jake Green. I am a filmmaker based out of Atlanta, Georgia, and I really wanted to talk more about Wrexham and um, get more involved in the whole Wrexham scene. And uh, I thought, what better way to do it than to comment and analyze on, uh, comment on and analyze the documentary series and just make episodes about, you know, our club rising through the EFL ladder. So, uh, yeah, thank you again for joining me today. Today we're going to talk about Season 1, Episode 15, titled Daggers. Now, mind you, once Season 2 starts, I'm going to try to get a little bit more elaborate. I'm going to start playing little clips from the shows. Um, I'm going to try to have guests on who worked on the show. Um, I've, I'm only trying to get through Season 1 quickly before season two starts, uh, just so there's no confusion um, once <laughs> once season two starts on which season that I'm actually uh, analyzing. Uh, so yeah, this this whole first season is a, you know somewhat deep analysis, but it's also a quick one. It's it's not it doesn't go super in depth or anything like that. So this episode starts out with Wayne Jones in the food truck, the town waking up. Uh, talking about their incredible run in the last 16 games. We've won 12 out of the last 16 games, and things are looking up. But a guy named Simon, who's in the um, DVD records shop, uh, thinks there's just got to be another twist or turn. <laughs> Which, you know, he could be right. Um, on to training. At this point, Wrexham have clinched a playoff spot, and it is even still possible for us to get the number one spot, which is automatic promotion. Um, the uh, seeds two through seven have to play in a six-team tournament to get that second promotion spot. And so, yeah, yeah, it's a big game coming up. Uh, if they don't win the league, Ollie misses his bachelor party, or what they call a stag do. And if they get to the championship game, then he misses his own wedding. <laughs> That's a pretty big deal. Uh, let's, yeah, I mean, I would say let's win it for friggin' Ollie at that point, just so he doesn't have to miss his, his wedding. Um, and today they play Stockport at home. Yeah, what a game, what a game. Um, it is... You know, Wayne Jones couldn't sleep. Uh, we have to win. 
He starts instructing his staff with urgency, saying, don't drink at halftime and, you know, all this stuff, <laughs> which is um, uh, a good advice, you know, good advice to your staff to not get hammered while on the job uh, serving other people alcohol during maybe the biggest game in Wrexham this entire season. So uh, pretty big deal. Good, good instructions by Wayne Jones. Large police presence today, as there should, well, as there always is for massive sporting events um, around the entire world. I mean, I remember going down to a game in Azteca in uh, Mexico City and the number of policemen with, uh, like, I think, I think they had M16s or M4s. I mean, they had some uh, heavy machine guns. And uh, yeah, yeah, just keep all the fans in line. They police the stadium inside regularly. It's it's a whole scene down there, and I'm sure some of that is similar in in the UK. Um, they keep the fans separated, even the Stockport fans coming in town. Um, they keep them separated and funnel them to where they're supposed to go just to decrease the odds of an incident. Um, but... Despite the police presence, despite the tension, hope is prevalent. Uh, the pregame speech by Parkey matches the tone of the entire episode, which is intensity. Um, everyone's paying attention. We also go, you know, move past Cleworth, and he looks freaking so young. I mean, I guess he is young, and he still is. But, man, he, he looks like a little baby. <laughs> but here we go. Uh, Parky mentions that we made some mistakes right off the bat and almost let them get one through, but uh, we adjusted um, and started overpowering them. And our long baller, Tozer, hurling in from the sidelines, and Palmer heads it in. What a header. He is ecstatic. I love watching Ollie Palmer celebrate. It's like a beast being let out of his cage. It's entertaining and just gets you all jacked up and I freaking love it. And then just a few minutes later in uh, the third minute of injury time in the first half, Mullen on a breakaway gets one just past the goalie and into the corner of the net and 2-0 at halftime. And then in the 47th minute, two minutes in to the second half, Palmer with another header. <laughs> And, man, I mean, the game's over at that point. Uh, we're on a freaking roll. It's a home game. Things are looking great. Everybody's celebrating. The uh, the theme music comes in nice and strong here because it's just, it's pandemonium. It's bedlam in the most joyous possible way. And you hear fans chant chanting, uh, we're the top of the league, which is, oh, man. What a feeling going from 13th. We were 13th in the league, I believe, in November. After playing 10 or 12 games, we were 13th in the league and we climbed all the way up to number one at this moment. <laughs> what a day. What a feeling. Um, very happy people around the town and in the locker room, as they should be. And it might be. I don't know, a little too good to be true. A little too good to be true. 
love the smash cut to the guy in the street the next day singing Ollie Palmer is the best on earth. <laughs> it's so dang good. He's just dancing and singing in the street all by himself for the camera. Um, quickly or soon after Stockport win their next match, taking back first place, which means Wrexham must win their final game and Stockport must lose. The odds of that obviously are low. The odds of Wrexham winning are high, but the odds of Stockport losing are low because obviously Stockport's number one, so they're the best, and they're fighting for that that first position. It's not like they're giving up at this point. It's not like they're just gonna play their bench warmers and all that. Like they're gonna they're gonna go after it to get that clinch that uh, automatic promotion. So final day of the, or let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, the town is buzzing. Uh, they bring in a whole slew of Wrexham fans and people that have appeared in the documentary series, plus a few others that have appeared throughout the entire season. They bring them in here for some just quick talking heads, just quick interviews, um, just to show the excitement of every single person that uh, that's a Wrexham fan, Wrexham supporter. And it's during this time, this is, this is one thing that drives me nuts about the documentary. It's clear that Aaron Hayden was injured earlier in the season and they just now get around to saying it. I mean, he was, he was injured versus Weymouth, which I believe was like five or six games previous. So it's, it's been a while and uh, he tore a tendon, which meant his season was over, um, which is just a huge bummer. Um, and it's just kind of like a gut punch out of out of nowhere nothing happened it's like we didn't get to see it happen live and so it just was like oh this was out of left field um so i didn't really care much for that editing i feel like they should have done it before the stockport game because i in my eyes this is just setting up the fact that oh yeah we're bound to lose the next game like we're not getting promoted because they, they could have put that in before the stockport game but they chose not to um which yeah, I just don't agree with that editing. I think it's a little deceitful, in my opinion. Um, but final day of the season, away game at Dag Dagenham and Reg Redbridge. Man, I cannot speak that. Everybody's taking the buses. They're going to show up in force. The supporters are going to show up in force to these games, or to this game. And Wayne Jones <laughs> waves at the buses as he asks if it's too early to have a beer. <laughs> um, which on a game day, is it ever? Like, I know in America, we tailgate before giant games, and before most games, actually. And so people are drinking at like 9 a.m., 10 a.m. I remember in college, the earliest I drank um, before a football game was like, we got, we went and picked out our spot at like 6 a.m. So we were there early and uh, got our spot and it was one of the best days of college college american football ever uh let's see rob is nervous <laughs> ollie uh you know being the hero from last game ollie is prepared and ready to give the town something to cheer about tension building music plays into it the weather plays into it, and the game starts. Mullen 
narrowly misses a shot. Palmer narrowly misses a shot, um, which in my mind means we're going to narrowly miss getting automatically promoted. It's like that's how the game starts. That's what they show first. We're going to miss getting promoted. That's that's what went through my head at least. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. And here's the, here's the downside of playing at the same time as the team that you're trying to uh, surpass in the standings is when the fans all learn that Stockport has scored a goal and gone up 1-0, it just kind of deflates everything. The fans get a little less into it. The players can feel that, uh, that information getting spread around. They just know it's happening. And uh, yeah, it's it's just like taking the wind out of the sails, and it's it's hard to keep going at that point once you know that oh it doesn't matter if we win or not. Um, it's just a whole disappointment, you know. Um, let's see. Steve Parkins' speech at halftime is invigorating. He said, "Be better than the man you're playing against, and you will win this game." Great advice. Love that. I think it's applicable. I think it's perfect. Um, just if you're better than the guy who's guarding you, you're going to win. You know, every guy does that. So that's fantastic. Um, Dagenham finally gets one past Dibble. And then another. And then another. So turns out to be a brutal away game. Hayden hates watching it. Um Mullen comments that they may have looked past the chance of losing that game because of all the excitement around beating Stockport the week before or two weeks before. Um, but the fans are still behind them. And the best part about this entire episode is the final two minutes of it when all the players walk down to the away end of the state stands and not a single fan has left. They're all standing there cheering their brains out, thanking the team for the incredible season. Um, and the players are there to thank the fans as well. And it's it's just a beautiful scene. They have some great commentary on it. Um, you just got to love the fortitude and the perseverance. And Rob kind of, or no, Ryan kind of finally ends was saying that, you know, the biggest question they've got this entire time is why Wrexham? And he says, that's why. And man, you just get chills with that that ending. It's a fantastic ending, even on a loss. It's kind of cool that you can end the episode on a loss, but it still be happy and hopeful. That's, that's pretty neat. I love it. Um, yeah. That's going to do it for today, y'all. thought it was a fantastic episode. Really kept the momentum of the primary story going. Um, there isn't really an A, B, and C story on this one. It's more of these events are happening in sequence. So the Stockport game, you know, all that. Um, the recovery from, uh, from the... 12 game out of 16 thing and um, the, the whole buildup to the Stockport game, the Stockport game happens. Then there's some 
middle information you get in there and then the final game of the season. And uh, yeah, then playoffs are happening in a couple weeks after Wembley. And we'll, uh, yeah, we'll tackle that when we get to it. So thank you all so much for listening to this podcast today. I am very much looking forward to the brand new season of Welcome to Wrexham coming out as I record this in eight days. So, yeah, eight days. We get a whole new season of Welcome to Wrexham, the season where we get promoted. And gosh, that's going to be a fun season to talk about, fun season to analyze. I'm excited to do it, excited to bring you all along. Looking forward to our match tomorrow, even though it's uh, not a league match. Uh, but looking forward to that nonetheless. You'll have some commentary on it. You'll probably have a red-hot take at some point. And, yeah, just looking forward to, to watching some Wrexham. Uh, go follow me on Instagram and Twitter, WXMTexan, the Wrexham Texan. Thank you all again for listening. We'll see you next time. Up the town. You're gonna see it, you're gonna see it And if you knock my soul oh, with all your strength You're gonna find it, you're gonna find it